Welcome to the SMW Podcast. This is where warriors share their stories and their knowledge on the art of steel mace training. This month's podcast sponsor is White Lion Athletics. We'd like to thank you for providing our listeners better listening experience. Check out White Lion Athletics. Go to www.whitelionathletics.com. What's up, Steel Mace Warriors? Uh, Today, we have a very special guest, um, as always. It's Woman Warrior Month, so um, it was kind of a last-minute thing for me, and then I realized that it was uh, Women's International Day when I kind of came up with that, so it just kind of came all together in March. I just felt like March was a really feminine uh, month, but um, today, we have a woman warrior. Her name is Kurt, Chris, Kristen? <laughs> You're like, you You were like, if you fuck up, you're fine, Victoria. <laughs> so I fucked it up. You got it. You got okay. it. Okay. So, all right, cool. So you are a still mace educator and I believe this happened recently, right? A still mace flow educator. Yes. Well, okay. I mean, I've been coaching still mace flow for a couple of years, but I've been officially recruited to the official still mace flow team as an educator. So yes. Very which, excited. I know. I was super excited to see that. I was like, this is dope. This is awesome. You absolutely deserve it, by the way. Oh, thank you. Like I, your, your level of uh, physical activity and fitness is like, <laughs> wow, you're like at a different level. And you know, when, when we, when we first came on, I was like, dang, you're so much more chill than I thought you were going to be. Cause you, you just like, you're so explosive in your, in your actual Instagram videos. Oh, I was but like, that's only a minute. I only did that for a minute. <laughs> no, but let's admit it though. You have like so much stamina and energy. I just, I mean, that's oh, part of the you. reason why I have you on here. You're just so awesome. So anyways, um, let's talk about your May story. Let's talk about like um, where you got started with fitness and then kind of like what led you to uh, still mace training. Uh, so I have a very eclectic fitness and movement background. So I started probably in martial arts. My dad had us because I'm one of four girls. So he was like the rule of the house. As soon as you turn five, as soon as you start school, you have to start karate. So we started <laughs> there. Um, I went, got into dancing pretty competitively when I was younger and I loved it, fell in love with it. We spent all our time in the dance studio. Um, I got into the gym when I was, as soon as I, they would let me, I was a member at the gym. My mom said it was crazy. <laughs> like you're 13 years old you're not gonna stick with it and then you know back in that was like back in the early 90s right when you know aerobics and oh had my, my leg God, warmers yeah. and my tights I still do <laughs> okay okay that's um, cool I know cross country I was into like fitness and bodybuilding at a time and then I got into CrossFit really heavily for a long time and then I stumbled upon the mace through Instagram I'm pretty sure it was watching Serena flow with her mace. And I thought it was the most beautiful freaking thing I've ever seen. I'm like, it's like dance and working out and fitness and beautiful and badass and warrior. And I'm like, I need to get me one of those. So I like immediately ordered something off of Amazon and was completely humbled when it arrived. Awesome. Awesome. So, so you'd say Serena was kind of like that initial kind of inspiration on Instagram and it kind of yeah and then obviously then you just start searching up mace and then you discover like there's all of these amazing there's so much talent out there yeah yeah wonderful to see and such an incredible community like 
so supportive and loving and I've had no I know there has been animosity in the community but I haven't been witness to it personally so I've only mm-hmm. received positive vibes from everybody right 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 yeah I know I don't really like getting into that but yeah there was at the beginning now it's I just feel like the community is just growing and just we're, we're learning to just continue to support one another not be you know a certain yeah, way you're gonna swing a mace uh, right. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I, I love as much as I love flow. I also love just swinging a heavy mace. Right. And I have to admit, I think that any woman that can swing the quad mace is hella strong. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I know you can swing that quad mace. You have beautiful pictures right. with that. So, I mean, obviously if the listeners want to go check that out and go you. check out those pictures. And I know, I think, I believe still Mace flow has that picture of you with the quad maze and it's a, uh, fun, it's a fun thing to swing <laughs> you know I personally haven't tried it I still I I keep telling everyone like I, I just want to work my way up to it you know 25 yeah. pounds is 25 pounds and I just want to like earn it too right yeah yeah so, I want to definitely earn that that mace you know it's part of the journey there's mm-hmm. no rush yeah yeah so but that's pretty dope that you can swing that I know oh. it's it's gnarly yeah. I don't know, there's just something about swinging a gata compared to swinging a mace that I just love. Like the fifth just feels different. Like the swing is longer. It's slightly more organic. There's, you know, a different offset to your body. It's just wonderful. I got to admit, I, I haven't swung a gata, like a traditional one. And obviously that one's more traditional because it's, ba- I think it's bamboo, right? The, it's a uh, the quad or- god is not. The quad god is just um, wood. Wood. Okay. So I'm assuming it, it even feels completely different when you train with it it does feel different but it's I don't know I'm I'm a believer like I don't like to stick with just one implement like I just recently got a longer thicker mace to flow with as opposed to my shorter thinner mace like just to change it up you know I want to get used to finding that different balance point and finding like everything feels different when you move with it so the more things I can move with the better I will be and then how, how tall are you I'm just curious I always ask everyone that I'm like five two. Okay. Oh, so you're you're my height. Yeah, I'm short. Yeah, you're short. <laughs> okay, cool. No, that's awesome. Uh, this is the first time I've actually matched up with someone height wise. <laughs> yeah, because like I always had that trouble. I remember Mr. Mace Man let me um, use one of his maces, but he's a really tall guy. He's huge. <laughs> so I was like, I don't think I can swing this, Rick. I was like, this, this is like really long. Like it's gonna like get me on the butt, or it's gonna like touch the ground or something. And then you know they they raise you up with the, with the plyo boxes or whatever yeah. and, and you can use it that way. But yeah, I have short people problems for sure. <laughs> when it yeah. comes to basic. Well, I mean, yeah, some of my, like the goddess come up to like here, but yeah. uh, they are longer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's a question for you and it just comes back to your Instagram. I think it's phenomenal. And it's one of the reasons again, why I had you on this podcast. Um, I think that you're super honest with your fitness. I think there's a lot of us, I probably even me where I'm just like constantly just putting videos out there about like, just still mace, still mace, still mace, still mace. And we don't really show everything else we do. And I feel like you show everything you show everything. I I I dabble in many things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Now I feel like it's also kind of like a journaling thing you do, right? Do you, do you recommend other people kind of journal their, their stuff like that? 
I think journaling is a great and to be able to look back, like to look back at stuff I was doing like three or four years ago that I thought were so hard. And now I'm like, oh, it's pretty easy now. Yeah, like yeah. there's no better feeling than that. Um, yeah. But also to look at it, like I look back at my mace journey when I just started and it's like cringeworthy, like the way that my swings looked and the way that my grip was and there was no tension in the mace and the lines were off and my stances were off. Like, <laughs> but yeah. like, look how far, look how far you've come. And you know, if that girl only knew what she was getting into, <laughs> rabbit hole that you're going to dive down when you start training with a mace, you don't know it until you do it. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like so many people have fallen down that rabbit hole. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think a lot of people see someone, let's say they see you and they're like, wow, that looks like so much fun. And then you grab the still mace and you're like, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. There's a lot more to mace than, than what the video shows us. But I feel too, like using Instagram as sort of a marketing tool for my own business. I will try to use as many tools as I can because someone may you know, come on my page because they see me using, say, a BOSU ball. Right. And then discover, scroll through and see a maze and be like, what the heck is that? Yeah. Like, so if they see me using more like a TRX, which is more conventional, and then they stumble upon the maze. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Yeah, that's absolutely smart. Because I think that's, a, that's a, another thing that as coaches, like, if we just try to sell the mace, it's kind of difficult because it's so new, but you show them other tools, it kind of gets them and they see the mace and they're like, oh, maybe I want to try that. Right. And it takes a couple times. Like the yeah. first few times people saw me with the mace, they were like, what the heck is that? And then eventually it sparks a little bit of curiosity and they're like, well, maybe I want to see what that feels like. Yeah, yeah. You know, but for a really long time, Victoria, I think like you experienced this too. Like you were the only person swinging mace in your vicinity for a really long time. Like it was super unconventional. Let me tell you, I'm still the only one that swings mace in my city. <laughs> I'm so serious. I would, yeah. I was expecting that by this time, maybe someone would hit me up and like ask me like other coaches in town, maybe hit me up and ask me about mace or maybe, maybe someone got another cert. Yeah. Or maybe someone got another certification, but this city is full of CrossFit still. We're still in the CrossFit yeah. era here. So that's the truth. That's the honest truth. And it's, it's, it's lonely sometimes. But I mean, the, the mint, like CrossFit was super unconventional for a super long time. Like when I got into CrossFit, it was before it was when people were still doing it in the garage. Like there were no CrossFit boxes. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was a long time ago and people looked at it and you, I had to fight for like defending my reasons for doing kipping pull-ups and box jumps and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> volume snatches. Right. So, I mean, yeah. everything is unconventional until it's not. So you yeah. just got to keep showing up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we, that's what I've been doing. Hopefully at some point it grows a little more here, but how is it over there with you? Like, uh, do you have like, just, do you have like a, maybe like a class or something that you do that's pure still mace or so you just mix it? Yeah. Pre COVID I was, teaching they let me teach at like my local gym kind of um we I'd started in a park like so many people right um, which is great because people walking by will see this army of people in the park swinging these weapons and be like that looks awesome <laughs> yeah. um 
And then uh, once it got too cold, they let me bring it into the gym, which was amazing. But then COVID hit and lockdown. And it was honestly like the best thing for me because it opened me up to training virtually. So now my virtual classes, which I'm doing like five and six days a week, most of my clients aren't even in my country. Like it, it opens up your audience so much. So I'm able to train people. I was training people in Paris and Scotland and Germany. It's awesome. And all over the States, like your community just grows so much more. So it was, I mean, I don't know if I'll ever go back to maybe (laughs) some pop-ups here and there in person, but I still love to train in person. I just, uh, your reach is so much broader when it can be virtual. Yeah, that's so awesome. And I was talking to you, I was talking to my brother the other day because we have like a garage gym and we work out and I was like, you know what, bro, it's crazy. Like how COVID kind of changed the fitness industry in just like a matter of a year. Like a lot of people who never saw themselves doing online training, suddenly they were like forced to do online training. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's a positive thing. You know what I mean? Like, but we were discussing them. Like, it's kind of like the music industry when everything went digital yeah. and, and then record sales were like down and, but digital sales were up, but then everyone was freaking out because of royalties and stuff. So it kind of reminds me of that, but in the fitness industry. Yeah. It's a, it's an evolution for sure. And I know even when things go back, I don't think they'll go back to the way they were completely. I think a lot of people that's forced them to try different things and they've realized how much they love these different things. Yeah. Like, I mean, I picked up new skills when I was on lockdown. Did you? Yeah, I have. I've been getting more into like, I mean, not that I wasn't doing kettlebells, but I'm definitely picking up kettlebells more than I was before just because they're easier to have at home, you know, yes. they're small, they're compact. You could take them anywhere with you. Just you like don't the need a lot of them to get an awesome workout. Yeah. 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 So I've been definitely doing that. Um, you know, I've been doing a little more barbell with my sister-in-law over in her garage gym too. So, I mean, yeah, I've been mixing it up too. And it's been gnarly. It's been cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel better. Yeah. Like I feel like, I think as prior to lockdown, I was, I was still lifting like super heavy all the time, super competitive. And I I don't know, I just, once I stopped doing that and stopped really caring about being moving so much weight around and just listening to what my body wanted to do. And now my workouts are completely play. Like I just, what do I do today? Let's see how many things I can do with this object. And it's just a, a journey of exploration and I'm having so much fun with it. That sounds like fun. It really does. Yeah. I've had so many guests say that like before, prior to base too, that they were lifting really heavy and they were the same thing competitive and the mace came through and it like changed everything. Do you think that was for, like, do you think the mace had something to do with that? Oh, absolutely. The mace changed the way I looked at fitness completely. It changed the way I looked at movement. It changed the way I thought about fitness. It um, like, and now I'll look at every tool And be like, how can I explore with this? How can I explore with that? Because there's so much you can do with the mace. There's so much. It is such a tool for expression and creativity Mm -hmm. and uh, like such an outlet. And it has helped me through so many like hard, difficult times that like, I'm so grateful that I had that practice, especially this past year. Oh my God. Right. 
And I mean, just, just like your shirt says, the mace found me. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, it. I was hoping I was going to have it for today. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah, no, that's like my best seller. And uh, it was the best thing I could have put on a t-shirt because everyone relates to that. And yeah, it's, it's, it's true. the truth. It's the truth. But I'm glad you brought up expression and stuff like that uh, with still mace training. I think it's, honestly, I think it's more of a still mace flow thing. And I think that's what attracted me to still mace flow. The part where, you know, I was struggling a lot after my dad passed away. So when, when I picked up a mace and then I started learning about what still mace flow was all about expression and the artistic side of it. And then just having that music background. I don't know if you know this, but Mm -hmm. you know, I'm songwriter before I got into anything. So it just having a way to kind of express myself with my body is like awesome. Just phenomenal. Emotion is emotion. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry to hear about your dad. Yeah. Then- well, that, that's how the podcast started. That's how the podcast started. I was like grieving and I just wanted to talk to people. I wanted to move. And I had a mace for like the longest time and I didn't even pick it up. And for some reason it called me and that's how it all just started for me. So, well, as soon as I got my first mace, I found your podcast. So <laughs> your podcast, listening to that helped me figure kind of what I was doing like before I had any formal training you put me in touch with so many people that I didn't even realize that's awesome through your podcast that's the purpose of the podcast so that's awesome to hear yeah Mm -hmm. yeah thank you for sharing that and now I'm on it (laughs) of course you'd be on it and uh you know I honestly I'm honored to have you on here it's awesome it's awesome to have you on here um so okay all the mushy stuff, all the mushy stuff. Uh, So what's like, what's one thing that you've, that what's like one important thing that you've learned over like, how long have you been uh, using the still mace, by the way? Like, Um, I think about two and a half years now. All right. So in the past two and a half years, what's like that one important thing you learned in still mace training that like changed everything for you? What do you think that was? I think the hardest thing, but also one of the most important things was to learn to not compare myself to other steel mace artists. Sorry, is that bell really annoying? Can you I can kind of hear it? No, it's okay, not annoying. Sorry. It's fine. Um, yeah, is is not comparing myself to other steel mace artists and just, you know, supporting everybody and celebrating everybody's victories and using what everybody's doing as inspiration, but not trying to mimic anybody else and just trying to find who I am. And you know what? I can't do all the tricks and I can't do like, I I don't flow like anybody else. I flow like me. And that's the beauty behind Still Mace Flow. And to just accept that what you do, the way Victoria flows is beautiful in its own right. And Every, everyone, I learned something from all my students, all my teachers, from watching all the other artists out there. Like it's, it's such an individual journey and we're all at different stages in that journey. So I think the hardest part though, cause it's hard to watch somebody and be like, holy shit, they're so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. How do they do that? How did they think to use that transition? How do they, you know, like the control and the balance and the like the lines that they're putting in there and then to get down on yourself it's an easy thing to do or to see people that have not been swinging for as long as you and picking things up like so effortlessly (laughs) i've seen that happen i'm like damn it and i'm still here struggling you know that's what happens when you compare yourself you know it's it's a bad bad place to be yeah yeah and i'm not gonna lie like i remember when uh 
when I purchased the Stone Mace Flow level one and then I got done with it. And then I was like, I still, <laughs> I still can't flow for shit. So it's really about like, it's not just taking the course and like, it's the practice behind it, you know? Oh, for it's, sure. You have to dedicate this at the end of the day. And you know, there'll be days where it feels more effortless and there'll be days when you pick it up and it's like, I just can't move today. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's normal. I hope it's normal. It's normal for me anyway, to have days where it just like, yeah. it's like a block. Yeah. I, I think maybe, I don't know. I don't know if this is a, been a good example, I guess, or a comparison to that, but uh, you know, I used to write music. Uh, there were days where I couldn't even write a song and there were other days where it just flowed out of me really, yep. really easily. Either I was going through something or whatever the case, I had a story that popped in my head and it just kind of like perfect day for it. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think we have good days and bad days, whether, whether flow. And we have to accept that. Yeah. And not, and be like forgiving to ourselves, you know, it has to come from a place of love or it's, it's not going to come. Yeah. And you know, we can't be too hard on ourselves. Oh yeah. I think if you're like super frustrated or you're like killing yourself or something or being mean to yourself, I don't think training's going to go very well. Right. No. And I, I think like I, I spent a long time in my younger years using fitness and movement as like a penance, you know, like a, as a punishment and, you know, I wasn't happy with who I was and I wasn't happy with the way I looked and, you know, it was, it was not coming from a good place and now it's coming from such a good place. So, and the mace has helped me, help me find that. That's awesome. Know? Wow. I didn't know that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have pictured you as someone who, who I guess had a hard time with self-love. I mean, you have such a beautiful body. You look like you're just like, I don't know. You're in your groove right now. I feel. Thank you. But it's cool. I mean, cool. yeah, it can, I was pretty messed up in my younger years as far as like body dysmorphia and, yeah. you know, I'm very type A. Okay. These aren't falling perfectly in line. Like I, I have a hard time dealing and coping yeah. and, and I'm an anxious person in general, which is another thing that the, the Mace has helped with. It's kind of been a calming tool for me. Right. Right. Yeah. Definitely for me too. I battled with uh, depression. Like I feel for like ever, sometimes it still hits me. So the mace has been tremendously great for that too. Mental health and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, <laughs> and I think that's super, especially in the mace world, that is a super common thing. You'll find people have found that the mace has helped them with, you know, mental health. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's a physical act, but it's also meditative. It's moving meditation. It's, you know, and especially when you move, when you're moving with intention and you're, you're putting that intention behind your movements, there are ways to allow that pent up emotion and stress and anxiety to release. So that's part of what like the level two mentorship for Steel Mace Flow is less focused on. Um, you know, landmarks and transitions and things like that, and more focused on like the emotional connection to the movements. Oh, cool. I didn't like, know that. Yeah, it's a very worthwhile journey taking. Oh, wow. And it, I, I'm assuming that's why there's mentorships with it too? Yeah. So the level two mentorship was 
it was a game changer and you got it's like Leo leads it so he's a phenomenal coach and you get to meet with him three times a week for the mentorship and he trains like a small group of people and there's journaling homework and flow homework and <laughs> so, so cool it's pretty, it's pretty in depth it's like it's like a school of mace <laughs> absolutely oh absolutely it That's takes true. you a wild ride that's really cool. Maybe, maybe in the future, I'll jump into something like that. That sounds like fun. You, you will learn a lot about yourself. And it's funny, I've taken the mentorship twice. And at both times that I've taken it, I had been going through like some, like the first time I had just lost my dad. And the second time I had just lost my mom. Oh, and at shoot. both times, it just happened at the right moment where I was like exactly what I needed. I needed to connect with these people. I needed to heal I needed you know some outlet to to process what I was going through and it just it was exactly what I needed at the exact right time I totally get it it's hard to lose parents definitely for sure hard um okay so let's talk about um maybe what inspires you like I know I have times where I feel demotivated I you know, I get depressed and I need to find inspiration in some way or form to like get back to my mace training. What's, uh, what's something that you do to get inspired again? Um, usually I put on a really great pair of leggings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and does this go back to the aerobic days? <laughs> Probably. I'm a performer at heart. I'm a sucker for glitter. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I don't know. I find inspiration in um, all sorts of different places. Like I'll find like watching kids play and I'll be like, Oh, that looks, they're onto something there. You know, the way that they're climbing or the way that they're rolling around on the ground or, you know, following break dancers, following ballerinas, following calisthenic athletes. Like I follow as many different forms of movement as possible. And I don't always take, you know, something I see in a breakdancing video and try to do breakdancing. Maybe I'll take <laughs> some of those movements and do them on the TRX. <laughs> or, you That's know, cool. like, a, like the, the, I like like the overlapping and experimenting and seeing, you know, I just keep my eyes open. That's, that's cool. I, greatness and it appears everywhere. That's really fucking awesome. That's a cool <laughs> little tip for the listeners, you know, overlapping. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I think that so many of our tools can overlap. And once you learn how to move with one thing, why can't you move like that with another thing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I hear a squeaky toy. Yeah, my dog is being a brat. He's like, pay attention to me. Oh, my God. That sounds so cute, though. What kind of dog you have? Come here. Come here. He's a Boston Terrier. He's adorable, but he's being very rambunctious right now. I'm sorry for the noise. No, that's awesome, dog. That's fine. Uh, it's not a big deal. Okay. So let me think, let me think. Um, okay. I'm going to come back to, again, I'm probably annoying you with this, but I honestly think you're like wonder woman. I think you have, <laughs> I, I'm serious. Leggings, Victoria. <laughs> <the> leggings. <laughs> I think that you're like wonder woman. And I think the question that I have for you is like, and obviously I know, I know the answer to this, but I know that at some point you need recovery and uh like what do you do for recovery from like all those crazy like workouts you have or training honestly like I know if you look at my Instagram it looks like I'm working out all the time but really most of my workouts lately are like content driven so I won't actually do like rounds and rounds and rounds of a 
something that I post. I may only do it once. Okay. So, shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> knows I'm not now. actually working out 10 hours a day. The secret um, is out. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I try to listen to my body. Like I was really tired today. So today, you know, I didn't do, I woke up, I coached in the morning and then I didn't really work out today. Okay. So let me think what other questions do I have? No, I don't have a question. We have a challenge, right? We have our challenge for the giveaway and you came up with it, uh, all on your own. And I think (laughs) on the spot, all on my own, (laughs) on the spot, all on your own. I should have contacted you before, (laughs) but you came up with a great one, which, which I already forgot. So (laughs) I'm going to do, um, my challenge will be an offset front rack or landmark number three over overhand grip. Um, Good morning. 10 reps per side every minute on the minute for 10 minutes. All right. So you can do 10 minutes, 10 reps, and then the next minute you switch sides, do 10 reps on the other side, switch sides the next minute, 10 reps. So 10 minutes, 10 reps. Wow. Oh my God. That's going to be... (laughs) That's going to be a good one. That's going to be an amazing Keep Keep it tight. Don't let that mace fall off your chest. All right. Awesome. Okay. So we got that out. Um, Hopefully a couple more people jump in. It's been a little slow, but we've been getting a couple of people with the first challenge. I think we got like five people that joined in. All right. So far, but I'll do Brandy's challenge. Yeah, do it. Um, You know what? Why didn't I? I should probably jump in Just just for fun obviously yeah I'll probably do that I have a really hard time saying no to a challenge oh there you go there you go you'll probably enjoy it um okay so I went on your Facebook page I think it was your Facebook page and you posted a quote a few days ago which I thought was perfect because it's the women's month here at the podcast and it goes like this the woman that follows her crowd will usually go no further than the crowd the woman that walks alone is likely to find herself in places no one has ever been before. And I find it kind of <laughs> funny that it's Albert Einstein. So did I. <laughs> I wonder if it's like, you know how there's memes out there and like, or I'm sorry, quotes and like, they don't, you know, sometimes. They I don't, don't know. The, uh, when I found the quote, it said Albert Einstein. So yeah. Uh, I wanted I guess, to give credit to the dude. <laughs> I guess Albert Einstein was a feminist here. He was a smart guy. <laughs> All right. So, and then, and then you added, don't be afraid to follow your own path. And I think for women, that's always a little hard, you know, it's a little harder. Um, So what do you, what can you, um, can you give our ladies and even men, even the guys, um, maybe some advice on how to follow their path? Because I feel like you've really found your path. Um, Well, I mean, I'm 40 and I'm still struggling to find my path I'm getting clearer I think you have to you have to really listen to what makes your heart happy and if it's not making your heart happy then it maybe isn't the right path for you um like I know I've known for a long time that movement is something that like it's part of who I am movement and the exploration of movement and I'm starting to figure out that that's what I'm meant to do like I love coaching Mace. 
I love it. And I love seeing my students progress. I love having my students inspire me. I love when they break through and discover their own style and their own flow and they start putting stuff together and the look and on their face, like you can see how proud they are. There is nothing better than that. So, I mean, for, I mean, I still want to be good myself, <laughs> but I think more than wanting to be a good mace artist, I want to be a good mace coach. Okay. And to me, that speaks to me and I get so much gratification from that. So but, find, find kind of like what calls your heart. Yeah. Right? What, what's, and I think, you know, like when you're doing something and you know, it lights your blood on fire, like, and you can't stop thinking about it when you fall asleep at night and you dream about it and you wake up thinking about it, like that's what you're meant to do. So we need to kind of lean into that. And there's going to be times where it's scary and people are going to question you. (laughs) Like people question me for a really long time. Yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, just, you got to believe that it's worthwhile and you got to believe in what you're doing and what your message is and have a clear vision of what your message is, you know? And I think so much, so much of what I love about mace training in particular is when you see, especially women, I find they, they, it makes them feel powerful. Like I'm sure it does men too. I'm just, I can relate to women. Um, Mm -hmm. It's it's a powerful tool and to have that mace in your hands and to feel the steel and the offset weight. And when you learn to control it around you and move with it, like, oh, that feeling is wonderful. I also think it takes a certain kind of person. I think it takes a certain kind of person to pick up a mace because there's people who pick it up and they're like, eh, it's too complicated or yeah, it's, it's, I feel like it's, it just, I guess, I don't know, maybe you have to like something complex a little bit because I like, I've always seen mace as like patterns. Yes. So if you kind of have to like patterns and, or maybe like like maybe dancing or, you know, like how you said, you know, other modalities are kind of similar. Yeah. I think though, the more we train complex movement patterns, the easier it is to pick up complex movement patterns. So I think I, I definitely find like there's, especially sometimes people just like a simple prayer switch or prayer transition. There's a lot of people that that struggle with something that like, to me, that seems very simple. Yeah. You know, but that's not simple to everybody. So I don't know. Part of being a good coach is breaking through the challenge and getting people to, you know, feed, feed them the material and digestible pieces so that they don't even realize that they're learning how to flow until they're actually flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the 360 is another good example of that. I think people, everybody's 360s suck at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen mine. I swear I still want to look for that video. I I tried a couple 360s. I'm like, nope, nope. And that's why this my mace stayed in the corner of the room for a while because I, I thought that's all you could do with the mace at the beginning. Yeah. I was like, I thought it was just like swings and stuff, you know, especially because I wasn't really educated in it. And so my first 360 was <laughs> everybody's was. You have to go through that. That's why, even though I cringe when I watch them. I'm like, you know what? They'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and I don't know. I think anything worth doing is hard. 
Yeah. So it's like the things that I love most are the things that have given me the most struggle. Like the more you have to work at something, the more gratifying it is when you actually get it. Oh, that's true. Now those swings are so, they feel effortless. Yeah. Like yeah. And I still struggle. It's been years and there's always something you're going to struggle with when it comes to the 360. Absolutely. Like for me, it's really like my, my left side, my left side is just like, ah, I've been struggling at first with, for, with it for so long. And I'm just like mobility training and I got to do all this extra stuff, you know, cause I just have this impingement and it's just, so I try not to do too many 360s, but when I do, I just freaking love it. I love it. I do too. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It calms me. It centers me. It makes me feel at peace at home. And, uh, or, you know, I can pick up a heavy mace and it just, it kicks my ass. Yeah. Like you feel it everywhere. Like from right from your feet. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. So. Right on. Okay. So where can people find you? Um, I know you have, you said you have online training, um, so I don't yeah. know if you want to go over that. Sure. Um, so the easiest place to get me is on my Instagram, which is Diary of a Fitness Junkie. Um, and then my classes that I run are through Zoom classes. So people can do drop-ins or they can sign up for six weeks of unlimited classes. I teach five classes in my virtual studio. And I'm also teaching in the dojo, the Mace Dojo once a week. Oh, that's right. That's um, cool. Yeah. And the Mace Dojo is a great place to go. It's like 10 bucks a month or something. And you get access to all these amazing coaches and a variety of different styles of training. And it changes all the time. So it's like, there's some of the best Mace coaches on there. Um, and then we've also, I also do private sessions and I'm also doing guided mentorships for the level one content. So oh, cool. I can certify people now for the level one steel Mace flow. Um, and we can go through, like, I'll guide them through all the content, make sure they're ready for their test, make sure they've got their 360s down, make sure that they know the masterclass flow inside and out, all the transitions, all the landmarks, all the footwork. And then once we both feel that they're ready, then I can test them out and get them certified. And I know that changed recently, right? Like the process of all of that. Cause when I did it, I, there was just like one, one price one plan and I think recently you guys added the mentorship and then the the honors so that you can actually teach it right so I think previously there was like the online certification you didn't necessarily need to do the honors test to become certified coach now that is a prerequisite so you can take the online um, if you just want it for your own personal knowledge and be like a cert like a certification of completion basically Right. But now if you want to actually coach it, you need to go through like the test out. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I think is, that's how it should be. I, you know? yeah, it should have been like that from the beginning. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. I just had to ask, I know this is your podcast, but I just had to ask because I was curious. I, I haven't spoken with anyone about that, about those changes. So that's cool. Don't ask anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here to represent Steel Mace Flow. Okay, cool. I, just, I, just wanted, I didn't want to make it about Silly's Flow. I want to make it about And White Lion Athletics. Okay. <laughs> right on. All right, cool. So uh, Instagram, do you have a website or? Uh, no, I, I yeah. feel okay. like I, I should probably, but everything seems to work on Instagram. So, and all my classes are just virtual Zoom calls. So I just send out the links. All so right. my students will have the links. 
All right, cool. Well, I think that sums it all up. I mean, you shared your story. We talked about Mace. We talked about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and shout out to your sponsor, White Lion. How serendipitous was it that I got connected with that company? They're wonderful. Right on. Yeah, yeah. I I hit them up and they were so kind and I was so happy they were a sponsor this this month. Really awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes. And like I always tell everyone this, may the universe always flow with you. Yeah. And also with you. Thank you.